Welcome to Mental Health Hacks, where we dig into improving our mental health through different avenues like biological, psychological, and spiritual. My name is Danielle Elizabeth, and I am your host. Let's get into today's hack. Okay, so I heard this said on a, I think it was like a TikTok or just some video the other day, and I was like, yes, I, because I was, I say a lot to people, I'm like, there's like, the people in the generation above me, like, they just like, do not like to talk about their emotions, like, they were just like, I just, every person that I know that like, is that generation, um, just really like, is on a such a different level than like the generation that I'm in where it's just like everything's like healing and healing trauma and like all this stuff um but the the girl's point was like the boomer generation like was taught like to not talk about their feelings and to sweep everything under the rug and to live in denial and I was like oh my gosh yes like and I like you just I mean, there's so many reasons for this. It's not even the point of this, but it's just kind of like, it's very interesting. So what I find is I get a lot of pushback from anyone um, in like generations above me for like sharing my story or sharing, just sharing stuff on social media. Um, Like they just are like, why would you put like your almost like airing your dirty laundry like it is like mind-boggling to them that you would like put yourself in this like you know vulnerable position and I also think that generation was like very much um about um appearance so it's like you whether things are good or not you make them look good like it's it is all about that and so when you sit there and you share your vulnerabilities and you share you know, your pain and your struggles or things that you have failed at or are doing wrong and stuff, they're just like, why would you do that? That is like social suicide. (laughs) Anyways, my point to that though, is that that has then left a generation of children under them with wounds that they did not know how to handle or emotions that they were not taught to handle. Um, and I feel like that's where we're at with, um, you know, my generation and this like, kind of like, um, millennials and, oh gosh, I don't even know what I, I'm like, I think I'm technically a millennial. Um, I think my husband's on like the that line of like, you could, depending on who you look at, you could be a millennial or it's like, what is it? Gen Z? Maybe? Maybe? Who's above the millennials? I don't know. I'm sure like this will be what people comment on only. Um, how can you not know that? This is what they are. <laughs> um, anyways, um, I feel like for that, this, that generation, um, it's like now we have <laughs> the holistic psychologist, if any of you follow her, which you should, um, one of the things she says is like, now we have all these adults, just wounded adults walking around and with all these mental health struggles. And it's like, 
there's a generation of people who, you know, just don't know how to process and deal with emotions and then potentially have some trauma that they haven't processed or worked through that is like keeping them stuck. And trauma is an interesting one because, um, you, I would say most of us walked out of our younger years with some element. Like now, of course, there's way big, serious traumas and I'm not trying to compare them in their intensity or anything, but because of just this like inability to know how to like, how to actually like process and deal with things and like deal with our emotions, um, it, it lands you in this like area where you're having these like struggles that are keeping you stuck. But it's what I find even more interesting is that I now feel like I can see how things get passed down generation to generation because we're all just doing the best we can, like with what we have, right? So it's like, I, you could look at generations above and be very judgmental about like, oh my gosh, like you were just like, all you care about is like how you look. It doesn't matter if... Like, you know, your kid's doing not well. You're not going to share that with your friends. You're going to pretend they're fine. You're going to, like, fake that they are, like, at, like, your sister's in Kentucky when they're really in rehab. Like, like that. that's because that's kind of, like, the mentality it, it was. But it was, like, when you were raised in that, like, you don't know any different. You are probably judging your, the generation above you, right? Like, um, and... I think one of the the key, key things here that has helped me so much is one of the things of like when you're healing, when you're going through like an actual healing process is, you know, you're healing when you start to see your parents as just, you know, people who were parenting out of their own brokenness and their own hurt and their own ways of how they were taught and learned and their own experiences and, and all of that, how they were parented and stuff rather than, um, being, you know, maybe angry or resentful or, um, you know, um, whatever. And that doesn't mean, I know that there's people who have, you know, have had to cut off contact with their parents and that is unfortunate. And I, I, I'm sad that that is your story, um, but I, I I totally understand there's people that just are too hurtful to us to keep in our life, and um, I'm sorry that that is your parents, because that when it's that role, that is painful, because whether we want to kind of be like, oh yeah, I, I needed them or not, like that, it, it's very different when it's a friend versus like a parent, right? Um, I'm very thankful that I have um, my parents in my life, um, but I, even actually my mom said to me once, like, because I was putting a lot of content out about like teaching people about codependency and people pleasing and, you know, a lot of it is rooted in like childhood things and I had like childhood trauma. Like I had, um, I had a sister who died when I was five, um, which has impacted me, um, way more than I ever realized. Um, you know, I, and then other things like just like even my parents got divorced. Um, just, I'm not going to go into my, my whole story, (laughs) but like I've had things like, you know, and this isn't again, comparing, um, there are people who've had it way worse 
and that doesn't um, invalidate my experience and there's people that have not had it even like had like big traumas like that and still are struggling and this isn't to invalidate that what I look at how I look at um how I look at it is it's how you interpreted it and it doesn't matter if someone intended to do something bad or not um it's just how you interpreted it anyways my mom was like you know I like was struggling at one point because she's like you're putting all this content out it just makes me look like I like like she's like did I just like really screw up here like did I like was I just like that awful and stuff and um no is the answer to that but um I like I, I put out a lot of educational and trying to help people like understand and find their um, and be a resource for people in their um, own healing journeys and stuff like that. So sometimes it's not even relevant to my life, but it's relevant to, you know, a healing journey as a whole. Um, anyways, it's interesting because throughout my healing process, you do you you dig deep and you go into those earliest years and and you do go into your your relationship with your mom and your relationship with your dad and even if you had loving parents you still potentially could have some type of just unprocessed emotional um thing there that is causing you struggles now um it's it's just it's not to say that they're they were bad people they were operating in the best way they knew how most likely there of course are situations where there are people who are toxic and you know do things maliciously but I'm not that's not really what this is this part is regarded to um because that is like a very intentional and deliberate and kind of a whole different ball game but um anyways it's just interesting because I see how things can get passed down because in that conversation with my mom we were talking about she's like you know imagine like your daughter sitting here and you know talking about all these things and kind of being like oh my gosh like I didn't know if I did was that me that did that or like whatever and and I was thinking about it in that context of like, you know, with my kids right now, like I am literally just doing the best I can with what I have, with what I know. Um, I actually, from like three years ago to now, I feel like I've learned so much stuff. I've learned so much about how like um, parenting and how I'm impacting my kids and all of this stuff. And I'm working so flipping hard with my, especially my older daughters who, um, you know, have lived a little bit of their older years with me kind of a little bit up and down, um, with my own struggles and going through this healing process. And that has impacted them. That has impacted them. And I would love to be naive and be in denial and say, Oh, kids are resilient, but kids, I'm not going to get into this, but I do not believe kids are resilient. I believe kids are adaptable and that if they are not helped, they're not given the tools to process things. Um, they're not going to be resilient because they're just kids. Like if we help them through something and we give, give them tools to process and deal with things, then sure they're, I, I don't know enough about, um, like actual, like 
results of resiliency and stuff but if we just expect kids to go through all these different events in life that are hard and don't do anything don't support them in that don't help them in that um, and then just say kids are resilient you are very likely going to have adult children who are struggling because they just don't they didn't have that that ability to process that um, and also side note good news is I w- there no one is too far gone it doesn't matter what age you are you can still heal no matter what how far away from a situation you are but I at the beginning could look at my family in particular or families I know and it's like oh my gosh like why wouldn't you have done something why wouldn't you have like broken the cycle yourself and you know what it's easy to be judgmental on that especially if you're the one trying to break a cycle it's so easy to be judgmental on that because you're like I'm doing the work why didn't you do do this why didn't you do it for me right and sometimes people didn't see it like that like you don't necessarily know what was going on um, for them and and at the same time I look at myself as a parent and looking down and I'm like I could be doing things right now that I am passing down um, from a into the next generation that I don't realize I am and so I say that to say that it's not it's humans operating out of their own brokenness and and resources that they have and so it's easy to be judgmental and so I just I I say this to say have grace for people because um, it's so I just find it so easy and I find this at a lot of like um, the healing world right now is there can be a lot of anger towards generations above who didn't stop a cycle who didn't you know who let this just go down in other generation um, and and think that you know people did it intentionally or maliciously so we are talking about being the one to break that cycle though okay and in that kind of quote that I found that I, I put out in the hack oh I love it because it is just talking about like being who you needed and that if you have ever done any like inner child work or heard anything that I've talked about it or I talk about like the inner child and the outer child and like you probably think I have like multiple personalities at this point um but um being who you needed helps you change the narrative. So if you have, I don't even know how to, I should have come up with a better, some good examples, but let's say denial. Okay. Like, cause that was, I think like a big generational denial. There's like a generation of just people who lived and live in denial. And so let's say that's like a cycle that you are trying to break and you're like, I am not going to live in that denial, which will then teach my kids to live in it. And I am going to not. So it's like being who you needed. So like, what did you need? What, what was, what impacted you when someone lived in denial that 
you can now be. So like maybe that like invalidated your experiences because no one was talking about it. Maybe it wasn't giving you the emotional resources that you need to like actually process that. So do that, do that for yourself, do that for your kids. And, and it's all of these things that break that cycle. So breaking a cycle sounds all great, but it's like kind of like sometimes it's like, how do you do that? And it's like changing how things function, changing, doing the opposite, doing kind of like, so like for me, like I was saying, I put so much of my story out into like the public space that I have so many people who have like, kind of like I've gotten backlash about from, for doing that because they don't operate in that space. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I, I wonder how much I do this out of like, of like, trying to be so opposite to a generation of denial and like so it's like I like I'm intentional about putting and sharing my story because I am like I don't want to operate in that denial um and so it's it's really just it's hard work like you're especially depending on what you're trying to kind of like change there's some pretty like big, big things that are being passed that get passed down generation to generation. And so it's, it's heavy stuff. And like, I really, really would recommend getting some like good resources and good support, like good therapists, coaches, um, you know, there's books, there's podcasts, there's so many different things out there that I would recommend to utilize because it is hard and it is heavy. And and sometimes we don't know the like we don't know how to do some of these things right and it's not wrong to get the support to do it because you want the outcome you want the you know the change it doesn't matter how you get there there's no real right or wrong it's going to be messy it is not going to be you know linear it's not going to be pretty and it's it's just changing a a dynamic like that especially if it's something that's been like you know passed down um, generation to generation, um, that doesn't go away easy. And sometimes you feel like maybe you're the only person in your family who's, who's doing this. And so it's like, you almost feel like it's like me against the world here. Um, and so, um, as you probably know, I am a Christian who's my faith and my relationship in Jesus is like utmost importance to me. And so what I have found a lot of comfort in is that I don't feel like it's me against the world. I feel like it's me and like the, um, king of the world. And so that definitely feels a lot less lonely and a lot more powerful when I am approaching it with someone who has literal supernatural powers and operates out of love. And so anyways, um, I would love to hear your experience with this. Um, if this is something that you're working on, anything that you have found to be, you know, helpful or helpful resource, um, please share that because, um, I would love to create a community where, um, people can come and, you know, find other resources that will help them along their own journey. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's hack. I hope it was helpful and I would really appreciate and love if you would help me get this podcast out to more ears by sharing it with someone that you know might benefit from it. 
rating it on Apple or Spotify or leaving a comment would really help get this out there. And also, I just wanted to let you know, never, ever hesitate to reach out to me. 